Hello, ghouls, and welcome to Brave the Basement. I'm your host, the Ghoul the Rules. I'm your co-host, Black One Jack Two. If you enjoy getting a little scared, ghost stories, haunted houses, believer in the supernatural, or maybe even a skeptic want to look at things from a different perspective, then this is the show for you. Today's episode is sponsored by Ed's Barbershop. Ed's Barbershop is located at 210 Lane Street, North Judson, Indiana. So if you enjoy getting your hair cut from a hometown barber with that old-fashioned feel, then dial 574-896-3344 and schedule your appointment today. Hey, Blackjack, how's it going? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. So today, we're going to go ahead and get into some more ghost stories. So this is Ghost Stories Volume 2. Two of these stories uh, are not my personal experience, and the last one I'm going to tell is a personal experience of mine going back to the Ouija board. So we'll be talking a little bit about the Ouija board today. So back in the 90s, I believe it was the 90s, uh, there used to be these toys called the Furby. You ever seen a Furby, Blackjack? No. So they're little furry looking things and they're called Furby and supposedly the more that you play with them and talk to them they can learn and start talking and learning phrases of talking and then there's even uh, a language uh, and you get a book with with the toy because he automatically speaks some sort of Furbish language they call it. it's a made-up language obviously and uh, it was a pretty popular toy so there was this man, and he had a daughter um, outside of his marriage. And it, her birthday was coming up, so he went out and got her a, a Furby. And he brings the Furby home, and he sets it down on his nightstand and shows his wife. He goes, yeah, I bought my daughter this Furby. And that night, they lay down to go to sleep. And out of nowhere, the Furby just started talking. They just say, Hello. And the guy was getting kind of annoyed with it because every couple of minutes it was just, hello. So out of frustration, uh, the man grabs the Furby doll, takes it into the other room, puts it into a closet, shuts the door, goes to sleep. Next morning, his wife says to him, you know, I was thinking about that Furby and I, I thought you had to play with him and, and, and teach him. How does this thing already know how to talk? Was this a return you know, did someone have this toy and, and return it back to the store? So the man went back to the closet, got the Furby out, flipped it over, opened up the battery compartment, and there were no batteries in the Furby. Um, you know, uh, let's just say that guy might have a ghost. So would this be a ghost, cursed object? I don't think it's a... A cursed object. I think it was just a. I mean, I want to use the word transplant uh, or whatever, something that the ghost could use to get in and control an object. Well, what's really cool for me about this story is uh, this past week I just recently rewatched almost every single episode of Child's Play uh, with the famous my buddy or not my buddy. I'm sorry. I'll talk about that in a second. Uh, the good guy doll, uh, Chucky, um, used voodoo to put his soul inside this doll to avoid death. Uh, now, back in the late 80s, uh, early 90s, uh, about the time that movie came out, we had uh, My Buddy dolls, which looked a lot Close. like 
like like the Chucky dolls, and so the and I had a my buddy doll, and when I was a kid, and and every time you look at it after watching those movies, you're thinking, you know, this is a Chucky doll. So, you know, if you used um, the the movies uh, angle on this, you know, is this somebody's uh, spirit using voodoo to get inside a doll? Is it a cursed object? Was it a ghost? But either way, picture yourself having a doll that talks to you or a toy of some sort, and you get to looking, and there's no batteries inside of it. Uh, I don't know. So this next story is titled The Ghost of Slow Sam. So these uh, two boys, they were in the Boy Scouts. And uh, they were they were on a trip with the Boy Scouts, a camping trip, and they were they were hiking, and they came across this old Civil War cemetery. And their campsite wasn't too far away from there, so, uh, like I said, on on their march, they noticed this cemetery, and they get to the campsite, and it starts getting dark, and the two boys are in their tent and one of them dares the other one to go stay the night in that old Civil War cemetery. So they make a bet and they both decide to go. So they sneak out of the campsite and they go to the cemetery and they find two graves that are kind of facing each other and they both sit down with their backs against the gravestones and are talking and they're there for quite a while and they just keep talking to each other because they're both scared. They're both scared of being there, but neither one of them want to chicken out um, out of this dare of staying all night in the cemetery. And as they're sitting there, uh, one of them's kind of got his hands behind his back, kind of playing in the, in the dirt. And he feels something in the dirt, and he peel, pulls it out. And it's an old Civil War knife. And he thought it was so cool. He said, I'm going to keep this knife. This is really cool. So they ended up staying most of the night in the cemetery. And they went ahead and snuck on back before all the other campers woke up and anyone noticed they were gone. So the very next day, uh, towards towards dark, this uh, local guy who knew the uh, the leader of the Boy Scouts stopped by the campsite. And like I said, they started getting a fire going and they're all sitting around. And he asked everyone if they seen that uh, cemetery down the, down the path. And he told the ghost, told about the ghost, the slow Sam. He said, you know, this area is known to be haunted by the ghost of slow Sam. And slow Sam was a Confederate soldier. And after the war ended, um, he still wasn't over the fact that the South lost the war. And he was very bitter about it. And one day while Slow Sam was visiting the cemetery, he noticed a Yankee out there treasure hunting for any kind of items that he could find that was Civil War related. And this made Slow Sam very upset. Slow Sam took out his knife and killed the man. Right there in the cemetery. 
So after uh, they stayed up for a while telling stories and, and doing all the fun camping stuff, the two boys went back to their tent. And they realized real quick that they had a knife that they found in that very same cemetery. And they started getting scared. And they tried to brush it off and they said, let's just go ahead and just go to sleep. So they laid there for a while and finally was able to go to sleep. Suddenly they heard this moaning noise. And they woke up and they looked and there standing in front of them was a Confederate soldier. And he stared at him and he moaned and he pointed to the knife that was inside the tent. Scared, the boys grabbed the knife and gave it back to Slow Sam. And he disappeared. I mean, uh, Slow Sam just wanted his knife. I mean, that's why you don't steal from people. So here's the interest. So they called him Slow Sam because he would drag his leg when he walked because he was wounded in war. But that was the ghost of Slow Sam. And Blackjack, uh, this last story is a personal experience of mine. And we did a whole episode um, about Ouija boards. Uh, my first experience with the Ouija board. And um, kind of my thoughts and, and, and takes on, on Ouija boards. And just real quickly... Um, you know, I believe that Ouija boards is a form of what's called automatic writing, where these spirits use you to write through the Ouija board, basically. So, uh, after that first experience, uh, my cousin and I decided that we just did not have knowledge about the Ouija board, what we were doing. So, uh, we took some time to do some research, uh, kind of took the uh, Ouija board 101 uh, I should say and thought that we had armed ourselves with enough knowledge to go ahead and proceed to try the Ouija board again so we set up and this time we did it in uh, my dad's basement we didn't do it uh, upstairs this time we decided to do it in the basement we got all the candles lit we got the board set in place and we sat down and the it started working right away. We we didn't have any problems contacting anything. Uh and, and we're just going through all your stereotypical questions that you normally would uh with the Ouija board. Um other than it just being spooky in of itself, nothing really excited happened. And so we, we get towards the end of this and we decide, okay, you know, we're we're gonna go ahead and quit playing this now. And we made sure this time to say goodbye. So we say goodbye. We close the channel. And I start packing up the Ouija board to put it back in its box. And my cousin just started blowing out the candles. As I'm getting ready to put the board back in the box, the candles light themselves. And my cousin looks at me and says, did you just see that? And I said, yeah, I closed the channel. I don't understand. And that's when we both realized that something was already there before 
we started playing the Ouija board. I mean, that's absolutely terrifying that you just, you know, it's already haunting before you opened a, a channel. Yeah, so we thought we, you know, we were being really good this time because last time uh, we didn't close the channel, didn't know anything about it, and thought that we had armed ourselves with the knowledge of the Ouija board, and it turned out that there was something there before we even started playing that time. So we hope that you enjoyed some of these uh, ghost stories. Uh, some of the future things that we'd like to do, I, I would love, uh, the weather just has not been uh, very kind to us lately because uh, we wanted to do, you know, uh, a campfire session where uh, Blackjack and I were, were at actual campfire uh, telling some of these ghost stories just to kind of have a little bit of fun with it because we all enjoy ghost stories and and sitting around the campfire. It's it's one of my favorite things ever. And uh, obviously we still want to go to Moody's Light. Which I think is going to end up happening. Uh, early in the summer. We'll try to get that in. Um, hopefully something cool will happen. While we're out there. Um, that, so we can actually make an episode. I'd hate to come back and say. Yeah you know nothing really happened. And so we're not even going to show you anything. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm really excited what we have planned for you guys. Like, this is gonna be awesome of what we're gonna do, and I'm just really excited to see where it goes. Yeah, me too. So, and then uh, Blackjack also wanted to visit um, Devil's Face Cemetery. We would like to record the audio from that trip as well. Um, you know, maybe if nothing real eventful happens, may maybe you know we'll do uh, Moody's Light and Dog Face Cemetery together. You know, on one episode. If something really cool happens and we're able to capture that audio, I mean, obviously that's going to be the focal point of an entire episode, maybe even two, depending on how it goes. Um, and then also would like to get Uncle Junior back. Uh, he was telling me some stories uh, at a place we call Horseshoe Bend, which is a pretty neat uh, place to visit if you've never been there. So if you would like to become a Brave the Basement ghoul, be sure to share this show on social media. Go to bravethebasement.weebly.com and sign up for our newsletter to get all the latest news and updates when each episode has been posted. If you have a ghost story you would like to share with us, you can reach us at bravethebasement at gmail.com. Your story can make it on the show and be featured on the website. You can also submit your story on, the, on Reddit under the subreddit Brave the Basement or in the YouTube comment section. If you have an eerie ghost photo you would like to share, please email us and include a description and your photo could be added to our photo gallery. And that brings us to the end. We hope that we brought you just a little fright. And remember when you're up late at night and you hear something in the other room that just doesn't seem right. It's okay if you need to turn on the light to protect yourself from things that go bump in the night. I'm your host, Gould Rules. I'm your co-host, Black One Jack 2. And I hope you join us again. Till next time. <laughs>